Hello, this is Will Stotler for Payday Loan Industry Watch, PLIwatch.org, which produces this podcast. PLI Watch is an independent source for news and information about what's happening in the payday loan and cash advance industries. We're able to bring you this service based on donations and sponsorships. The content of this podcast is unlikely to reflect the views of sponsors or donors. This is PLIwatch.org podcast number 15 and is for the second and third weeks of January. Alternatives to payday lending. Industry opponents are clamoring for them. Credit unions, banks, and low APR credit cards are commonly mentioned. Well, how about adding this one to the list? The Emerging Socio-Technological Enablement of the Social Lending Network. It's a brave idea. Lend collaboratively. Negotiate good terms. Share risk. Empower the individual. Keep interest rates and fees low. Get the borrower to promise to pay back the loan. David Farias, founder of FIGO, FYGO.com, joins us today to look at his social lending network and the landscape this newly launched service potentially occupies. David has an MBA and BS in finance from Arizona State University. He held key positions at Phelps Dodge Corporation as Director of eBusiness and Business Solutions and as Director of Marketing and Customer Service, leading service efforts in North America for over $2 billion in sales. FIGO is a personal, collaborative network that lets people create social networks, borrow money, and lend money with no credit checks. Should the payday loan industry take a glance in its rearview mirror to keep an eye on the road behind it? Let's see what David has to say. David, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. So first question, FIGO is based on a person-to-person lending model. A person would sign up at FIGO and ask another person directly for cash instead of taking out a payday loan from a company. Walk us through how the FIGO process works for somebody who wants to borrow money. Sure thing. FIGO is really geared around two main uses. The first is where a lender or borrower wants to structure a loan. This could be a, a one-on-one loan. For example, someone who, who needs an emergency uh, loan and is asking for uh, $500,000, uh, typically what you, you need in a payday situation. The second is where a borrower or lender wants to set up a network or community in case someone in the network needs to access funds uh, when a need arises. Whatever the intention, the process for getting started on FIGO is the same. First, you have to register. You'll provide the standard uh, information that you do when you register on most sites, uh, such as your name, email address, uh, etc. The next thing you have to do when you get on the FIGO is you have to actually physically create your network. This is a simple process where you pick the name, you describe the network, what the network's all about, and then you select if it's private or public. Most of our users are selecting their networks to be private because they don't want others to see them. So this means that when you do a search on FIGO, you're not going to see their network. The next thing you do is you build up that network. The network's not going to be any good to you if you don't invite friends and family on. We have a very simple feature that allows you to invite dozens of individuals on at one time. Before offering up a loan or asking for a loan, individuals have to get authorized. This is a two-step process that allows us to make sure that you are who you say you are. The first step is a banking process where we do a debit and credit entry to your checking account. We then ask you to reconfirm what those amounts are in two to three days. This lets us know that you have access to that checking account. The second step is where we pull some questions from your credit profile. We're not pulling a credit report, just questions that only you know the answer to. This helps us identify you and make sure that you are who you say you are. The next step is asking for or offering a loan. 
this is a very simple process. We, we have a, a feature that allows you to basically structure a loan request or a loan offer. And you have a nice amortization schedule that lets you know exactly what the cost of that transaction is going to be. Once you've structured the offer, you hit the submit button and it goes out to anyone who's on your network. Uh, when individuals receive the offer, they can accept it as is, or they can negotiate with you to get a better deal. Thanks for illustrating how your service works. Switching gears for a minute, we've been watching with interest in the foreign press about how micro-lending practices are driving development strategies in the third world. An NGO will give a small loan and then leverage local social networks to ensure the small loan is paid back, develop a local economy and business. FIGO's mission isn't community and infrastructure development, obviously, but you are leveraging the social network angle. Can you speak more about the role social networking plays in your lending model? As an example, uh, the Mexican Cundina allows individuals to uh, form uh, very trusted groups. Within these groups, these individuals pool funds together, and the group members take turns uh, getting a loan. Uh, the process works uh, in such a way that each individual contributes uh, the same amount over a, a period of time, and this allows every member in that group to get a loan. Um, so by the time the process is done, you've, if you have 10 people, uh, each person will have gotten uh, you know, their loan and their distribution. Uh, and uh, it's just a way that individuals uh, have been microfinancing in other countries such as Mexico, China, uh, where the uh, banking infrastructure is not as developed. We built FIGO around the benefits of social networking. The reason we did that is because uh, you know, building a social network, especially geared around finance, has tremendous uh, benefits. Uh, one of the biggest benefits that it has is giving individuals access and reach. Uh, a lot of individuals uh, have family and friends that are spread out across the U.S. and even the world. And in times of need, it's very difficult to access those individuals. However, through FIGO, if you set up a network and people are approved and are online, all of a sudden you have access and reach to a number of people in an emergency situation. The other benefit that you get from social networking is leverage. This is very powerful because sometimes you, instead of needing 500 or $1,000, you may need a larger amount, say 5000 It is much easier for 10 people to lend you 1000 each than for one person to lend you 5000 So by having a network set up through FIGO, you have tremendous leverage. The other idea or the other benefit is fairness. You know, we are firm believers that the best deal you're going to get in finance is from people you know and trust. These are people that don't care about your FICO score. They care about you and your integrity. And having a network set up is going to give you that as well. You also have choices and options when you set up a social network. If one person doesn't have funds, perhaps the other two people in your network do have, and you, you can secure financing. Those are some of the benefits that uh, social networking gives you and are at the core of what FIGO offers. Thanks for that. Staying on the topic of microloans for a minute, from your perspective, the playing field for person-to-person -person internet lending looks like what? Well, first of all, this is an emerging space. It's hot. It's fairly new. Uh, you really only have a handful of players. Uh, the two largest players that we have are a company called Zopa and Prosper. And these are companies that are really focused on the open market concept where people are lending to people that they don't know. One drawback to this is it's still based on the FICO score. And people who have low FICO scores are going to have a tough time getting financing in those models. Just to hop in for a sec here. Sure. What you're basically saying is that those aren't really options for folks that would be considered underbanked or on the edge. 
That is correct. In our research that we've done, uh, roughly 120 million uh, Americans are uh, not necessarily underbanked, but certainly subprime. And so their FICO scores are going to be lower. It's going to be tougher for them to get financing even through these two competitors. You also have other companies that are simply just structuring a one-to-one loan. So, you know, I have a $5,000 loan with uh, my dad. Uh, they provide the paperwork to do that. But there's no collaboration involved. FIGO is really the only company out there in this space that is promoting group collaboration, trusted collaboration, so that people who have low FICO scores can obtain financing from friends and family. Thanks. Payday loans, bank loans, loans from credit unions, all are widely available for most people. Common problems with payday loans include aggressive payment schedules and payment amounts. Common problems with getting loans from banks and credit unions include getting qualified for the loan, in many cases extensive paperwork, and limited hours when one can apply for the loan. What are the common problems with the person-to-person lending model apart from issues of trustedness? Sure. The the two main uh, problems uh, we face are, one, the verification process. You know, it takes two to three days for us to be able to feel comfortable with an individual so that we can allow them to transact. Payday lenders are able to do that much faster because they, they charge higher fees and they manage a portfolio so they can absorb much more risk. The other issue that we uh, encounter, the, uh, the other challenge, is the idea of getting people to actually build the networks. You have to go online, you have to create a network, and then you have to invite individuals on who may not be familiar with the benefits of a network. So those are two key challenges. What I like to tell people, though, about these challenges are, I like to use an example, actually. It's uh, from the uh, video industry. You know, you have Netflix and Blockbuster competing. Uh, when Netflix first came out, no one really gave them a chance because who wants to receive a movie two or three days after they order it? But what Netflix was able to do was really focus on the fact that people were paying abusive late fees with Blockbuster, and so they they were able to grow. And that's really what uh, we need to do in the peer-to-peer lending space, and FIGO needs to do, is focus on the excessive fees that are being charged in the payday lending industry and focus more on the benefits that uh, social networking or peer-to-peer lending gives to people. Thank you. I'm sure some of our listeners will be interested to know how loaning money or receiving money through FIGO is regulated. What laws and regulations apply to your business? Well, the first point I'd like to make is that FIGO is not a lender. This means that we're not subject to financial regulations that govern institutions. The lending that takes place on FIGO is really person-to-person, and it's actually something that's uh, happening right now. Uh, Person-to-person lending offline is over $70 billion in the U.S. What we're doing is simply providing a platform where individuals could conduct these private transactions. Now, we are doing other things that are necessary. For example, the Patriot Act, we are verifying individuals, the uh, two-step process where we're verifying the bank details and also verifying the identity through um, a poll of questions is helping us make sure that the individuals that are transacting our FIGO are U.S. citizens and are, are able to do so, and they can transact on actually on any financial institution. Thanks. Does your model or legal issues preclude payday lenders, banks, nonprofits, and other organizations from lending on FIGO? Well, our site was initially intended for individuals. There's no reason at all why microlenders and other entities cannot use FIGO. Uh, now, these entities you know, do have to comply with any laws that pertain to them, but they are absolutely free to use the FIGO platform. Uh, we actually have been approaching uh, microlenders throughout the U.S. Uh, you know, each state has anywhere from uh, five to uh, 100 or so microlenders that are focused in various areas. We are approaching them. Uh, payday lenders could use the system. However, 
uh, we have limits on what interest rates can be charged. Right now we have a cap of 12%, which is well below the limits in most states. Uh, if you want to charge more than that, uh, you're not going to be able to do so on FIGO. Can you give us some examples of micro lenders that you've been approaching in the various states and sort of what their mission might be? Sure. Uh, I won't give specific names, but there are micro lenders that lend anywhere from 500 to $5,000 and have budgets of 100 to 200,000. And you know they're they're out there making loans to uh, small uh, entrepreneurs, and you know some of them have a system that they use, some do not. Uh, we're trying to get them to use FIGO so that uh, they're completely organized. And you know we we think FIGO encourages people that are underbanked to get more banked because obviously everything is ACH based. Uh, so you have to have a checking account, you have to be you know transacting, and so. Uh, we think that there are other benefits as well. Thanks for that. Switching gears, information security. What are your data protection policies and, because you're enabling transactions, do you have to, and how are you, complying with strict information handling regulations like, for example, FACTA? As I mentioned earlier, we're not a financial institution, but anyone who's you know taking in uh, customer data has to have uh, very strict uh, measures to make sure that that, that information is secure. Uh, to give you a little rundown on what we're doing, some of the things that we're doing, uh, we're using 128-bit browser encryption to secure information on our website. Uh, we're scrambling data uh, by using secure socket layer technology. Uh, we're utilizing the latest technology to identify and eliminate viruses. We're truncating uh, account numbers to make sure that uh, you know account numbers cannot be seen online. We're limiting access uh, to a very few number of individuals uh, on, a, on a need-to-know uh, basis and we're logging who has access to that information. Uh, we're also uh, you know, hosting in an extremely secure uh, facility uh, that has security and redundancy measures, and we're continuously looking at our, our policies to make sure that uh, the data that we are entrusted with is safe and secure. Sounds good. Last question. What are FIGO's organizational plans and goals for the future, short-term, long-term? Well, short term, uh, we're obviously getting the word out. We just launched uh, in uh, our beta in November of last year, and so we're getting the word out about the, the benefits of trusted uh, lending networks. Uh, in terms of long-term plans, uh, we want to help grow this P2P market. We see this as a tremendous uh, opportunity for individuals, uh, not, not just in the U.S., but worldwide, uh, just another mechanism to obtain financing. You know, FIGO is focused right now on short-term cash needs, but there's no reason why we can't go into larger loans, and, and that's what we want to do. We also want to expand our collaborative services. You know, this idea of forming this trusted network, you don't just have to lend it within that network. You can do other things such as gifting. Uh, you can manage funds for groups. Uh, so we're also looking at those types of services uh, in the future. David, thanks for joining us today. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for having us and, and allowing us to uh, share what FIGO is all about. This week's podcast did not have a sponsor. Like the work we're doing? Please contact Robert James via the contact page on our website to learn more about how you can support our work. Remember, visit PLIwatch.org for industry-independent news, interviews, RSS news feeds, helpful tips, and older podcasts. You can also take a look at our listings and reviews of payday loan vendors. This is Will Stotler for PLI Watch. Thanks for listening. Thank you.